Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday. It is July 12th, and we're going to begin with another prayer from lifting up our hearts. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that as we are prone to every kind of wickedness and are so easily led astray to imitate it when there is any excuse for going astray and any opportunity is offered, grant that being strengthened by the help of your Spirit, we may continue in purity of faith, and that what we have learned concerning you, that you are a Spirit, may so profit us that we may worship you in spirit and with a sincere heart, and never turn aside after the corruptions of the world or think that we can deceive you. But may we so devote our souls and bodies to you, that our life may in every part of it testify that we are a pure and holy sacrifice to you, in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Okay, we're continuing through the book of Philippians. Today we are in chapter 2. We're going to read verses 12 through 18. Hear the word of the Lord. Therefore, my beloved... As you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. As we come to this part of Philippians today, we see some language here that might be a little confusing to us because it tells us that we're to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Well, What does that mean? Does that mean that we do works to earn our salvation? Does that mean that our salvation is depend on you and I working it out? Well, clearly it's not because immediately following, what does the Apostle Paul say? For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So what does this mean? What is the idea being conveyed here? Well, what it is saying is that we need to have an understanding of the gravity of who God is. We need to understand Uh, what God has done for us in Christ. And we need to realize our dependence on him. And when we do that, we're going to understand that it's not anything that you or I do. We're going to understand that it isn't about me earning my way to God, but how much God has loved us in Christ. And that causes us to live our lives in such a way that we consider the holiness of God. We consider what it means to live a life that is worthy of what God has done for us in Christ. And so as we read this, we see things that we are to do. We're to do all things without grumbling or disputing, that we might blameless, be blameless and innocent. We might be children of God. And look at what Paul says here in verse 15, that we're to be without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Now, we are sinners. We, we have blemishes. But the idea being conveyed to us here is that we are to stand out We're to look different than that twisted and crooked generation. Now, if you see something that is twisted, if you see something that is not straight, you can tell the difference between that and the straight thing very easily, right? Uh, Just this past week, we were on vacation, and I didn't ride this roller coaster. Uh, 
I'd ridden it enough and I didn't have anybody to ride it with and there wasn't an extra seat for me to line up with my two younger children and so I just walked off but they rode it but on each end you get launched and you go up and then you spin at the top and then you come back and you spin and twist at the back it's called Wicked Twister you can tell the straight track on that roller coaster very clearly from the twisted track on Wicked Twister it's very clear it stands out you know when you're going straight you know when you're twisting And the same is true in the world. As we think about how we stand out, it's going to be obvious. If we are standing for righteousness, if we are standing for truth, we are going to be obviously very clear and easy to see. You're going to know the difference. There isn't going to be a question. If we are standing for the things of God, we are going to be contrary to the world. And and we struggle with that because we don't want to be rejected by the world. But the truth of the matter is, is this matters. It matters how we live. It matters how we understand the world. It matters that we follow God's ways. And so it's important that we remember this. But also, let's look at to what, at what verse, verse 16 has to say. It says we're to hold fast to the word of life so, so that in the day of Christ, Paul, I, it says, I, Paul, may be proud that it did not run in vain or labor in vain. Paul wants to them to hold fast to the word of life. He wants them to understand God's word and to believe the truth of it because he knows that that's what will keep them strong. That's what will keep all his labor for them strong. It's what will make them remain in the faith, to hold fast to the word of life. And so as we go out into God's world today, we have this call in our life to be uh, to look different in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, to be clearly the people who are following the path that God has set before them. And we also want to run and labor in vain. Or we don't want to labor in vain. We want to make sure that we do not run and labor in vain. We want to make sure that we stand up for the truth and we work hard for what God has done. And, And Paul is saying here that as we hold fast to the word of life, that will mean that we're following who God is, that we're holding fast to his truth. And so may we do that today. May we look to his word and hold fast to it because that is where life is and that is the truth. Let us go to prayer. Gracious God, we praise and thank you for the salvation that we have in Christ for we know that it is you who is at work in us both to will and to work for your good pleasure. And we pray that you would empower us through your word and spirit, to do all things without grumbling and disputing, that we might be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, so that we might shine as lights in the world as we hold fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ may we be proud that we did not run in vain or labor in vain. As we step into another week and into another day, we ask that you would help us to be glad and to rejoice in all things as we remember the blessings that you have so graciously bestowed on us in the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. All right. Have yourself an excellent Monday. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available weekdays on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.